Legends of Disney, a series where I, your host Ebony, deep dive into the original fables that your favourite Disney stories derived from. This is a 10-part series focusing on some of the most well-loved children's tales spanning across the years as well as a bonus episode at the end, focusing on Disney as a whole, the company and Walt Disney himself. Disclaimer. This is an origin story series and will not be focusing on the current backlash surrounding the new live-action films. Also, spoilers ahead. With that being said, my name is Ebony. This is the FilmSpark Podcast. And this is Episode 3, Mulan. is a 1998 American animated musical adventure film produced by Walt Disney Feature Animation and Walt Disney Pictures. It is the 36th Disney animated film and the 9th animated feature film produced and released during the Disney Renaissance. The film's plot takes place in China during an unspecified imperial dynasty where Fa Mulan, the daughter of aged warrior Fa Zhu, impersonates a man to take her father's place during a general conscription to counter of Hun invasion. Mulan was the first of three features produced primarily at the Disney Animation Studio at Disney MGM Studios, now Disney's Hollywood Studios, in Bay Lake, Florida. Development for the film began in 1994 when a number of artistic supervisors were sent to China to receive artistic and cultural inspiration. Disney was keen to promote Mulan to the Chinese, hoping to replicate the success with the 1994 film The Lion King, which was one of the country's highest grossing western films at that time. Disney also hoped it might smooth over relations with the Chinese government which had soured after the release of Kundun, a Disney-funded biography of the Dalai Lama, that the Chinese government considered politically provocative. China had threatened to curtail business negotiations with Disney over that film and as the government only accepted 10 foreign films to be shown in China each year, Mulan's chances of being accepted were low. Finally, after a year's delay, the Chinese government did allow the film a limited Chinese release, but only after the Chinese New Year, so as to ensure the local films dominated the more lucrative holiday market. Box office income was low due to both the unfavourable release date and rampant piracy. Chinese people also complained about Mulan's depiction as too foreign-looking and the story is too different from the myths. The first written record of Mulan is the Ballad of Mulan, a folk song believed to have been composed during the Northern Wei Dynasty and compiled in an anthology of books and songs during the Southern Chen Dynasty. The historical setting of the Ballad of Mulan is usually the Northern Wei's military campaigns against the nomadic Rurun. A later adaptation has Mulan active around the founding of the Tang Dynasty. The Ballad of Mulan Mulan sighs at a loom. The Kagan is mobilising the military and her father is named in each of the conscription notices from the Emperor. 
Her father is old and her younger brother is just a child, so she decides to take her father's place. She buys a fine horse from the eastern market, saddle and stirrup from the western market, bridle and reins from the southern market, and a long whip from the northern market. She bids farewell to her parents in the morning and leaves for the Black Mountain, encamping by the Yellow River in the evening, where she cannot hear her calls of her parents due to the rushing waters, only the sounds of the barbarians' cavalry in the Yan Mountains. She advances ten thousands to a battle as if flying past the mountains. The sound of the sentry gong cuts through the cold night air and the moonlight reflects off her metal armour. A hundred battles take place and generals die. After a ten-year campaign, the stout veterans return to meet the Son of Heaven, or the Emperor, enthroned in the Splendid Palace, who confers promotions in rank and prizes of hundreds of thousands. He asks Mulan what she would like. Mulan turns down the high-ranking position of Shang Shulang in the central government and asks only for a speedy steed to take her home. Her parents, upon hearing her return, welcome her outside their hometown. Her elder sister puts on her fine dress. Her younger brother sharpens the knife for the swine and sheep. Mulan returns to her room, changes her tabard into her old clothes. She combs her hair by the window and before the mirror fastens golden yellow flowers. Her comrades are shocked to see her. For 12 years of their enlistment together, they did not realize that she was a woman. In response, Mulan offers a metaphor. The male hair has heavy front paws. The female hair tends to squint. But when they are running side by side close to the ground, who can tell me which is male or female? In Churin Yu's romance of the Soitang provides additional backdrops and plus twists to the story. Here, Mulan lives under the rule of Hishana Khan of the Western Turkic Khanagain. When the Khan agrees to wage war in alliance with the emergent Tang dynasty, which was poised to conquer all of China, Mulan's father, Huai Hu, fears he will be conscripted into military service, since he has only two daughters and an infant son. Mulan cross-dresses as a man and enlists in her father's steed. She is intercepted by the forces of the Xiai King and is brought under questioning by the king's warrior daughter, Zhang Yang, who tries to recruit Mulan as a man. Discovering Mulan to be a fellow female warrior, she is so delighted that they become sworn sisters. In the Xu Tang romance, Mulan comes to a tragic end, a detail that cannot be found in any previous legends or stories associated with Hua Mulan and believed to have been interpolated by the author Chu Renho. Jun Yang's father is vanquished after siding with the enemy of the Tang dynasty, and with two sworn sisters with knives in their mouths surrender themselves to be executed in the place of the condemned man. The actor Filial Piety wins reprieve from Emperor Tajong of Tang and the imperial consort who was birth mother to the emperor bestows money to Milan to provide for her parents and wedding funds for the princess who confessed to having promised herself to General Lu Sheng. In reality, Du Jiad was executed, but in the novel, he lives on as a monk. 
Mulan is given leave to journey back to her homeland, and once arrangements were made for Mulan's parents to relocate, it is expected that they will be living in the princess's old capital of Leishao. Mulan is devastated to discover her father has long died and her mother has remarried. According to the novel, Mulan's mother was surnamed Yuan and remarried a man named Wei. Even worse, the Khan has summoned her to the palace to become his concubine. Rather than to suffer this fate, she commits suicide, but before she dies, she entrusts an errand to her younger sister, Yu Lan, which was to deliver Zhang Yang's letter to her fiancé, Lu Chang. This younger sister dresses as a man to make her delivery, but her disguise is discovered and it arouses her recipient's amorous attention. In the novel, Mulan's father was from Hubei during the Northern Wai Dynasty, while her mother was from Central Plain of China. But even a Chinese woman would prefer death by her own hand to serving a foreign ruler. As some commentators have explained, this Mulan character's motive for committing suicide. That brings us to the end of episode 4, Mulan, in the darker origins of Disney series. Join us next week for episode 5, Frozen. My name is Ebony, this is the Film Spark Podcast, and thank you for listening.